to Motherhood Unscripted. I am your host, Kelly. Today, we are going to be recapping the most recent episode of Real Housewives of Orange County. But before we get into that recap, we have to talk about the crazy news that just came out from over the weekend. Shannon Bedore has been arrested for a DUI and a hit and run in Newport Beach. What? Law enforcement sources tell TMZ that the Real Housewives of Orange County star drove her car onto a residential property in Newport Beach on Saturday night and actually clipped the house. Then she turned back onto the road and kept going before parking her vehicle in the middle of the street and getting out with her dog. Sources say that she tried to act like she was taking a walk when the police officer arrived after receiving a 911 call. Um, so she was pretending to walk her dog with her car just parked in the middle of the street. So she was cited for the hit and run and for the DUI. And I just think this is so painfully ironic given the storyline that her and Gina have on Real Housewives of Orange County this season, because Shannon keeps bringing up when Gina got a DUI and alleged that, you know, CPS was about to take her kids away and that she came in like a night, a night in shining armor to save Gina and her family. And Shannon was the reason that Gina's not in jail and this and that. She tried to paint herself as this incredible friend, you know, helping her, her friend when she was down and out in a time of need, you know, she's very charitable. We know Shannon is very charitable, but, um, she, she sometimes made statements that were an attack on Gina's character. Um, and as her, as a mother, you know, that was a really hard time in Gina's life and she keeps bringing it up and up and up Uh, season after season. She'll tell anyone who wants to hear. And every time she tells the version of the story, it gets a little more dramatic. This season, we saw it get a little more dramatic when she said that CPS was coming and ready to take her kids away from her, which is just simply not the truth. So now for the tables to have essentially turned and now Shannon has been arrested for DUI, I just can't help but wonder what Gina's thoughts are on this whole thing. I can't imagine that Gina is relishing in this because nobody wants to see anybody get in trouble for a DUI. Nobody wants to condone that kind of behavior or celebrate it or or anything like that. But I have to wonder if part of her is like, well, maybe this will shut her up. But anyway, on to today's recap. So we are in season 17, episode 14, and the girls are still in Mexico for their girls trip. It starts out with everyone still attacking Heather. Heather finally has enough and leaves leaves the table. Um, Shannon at this point kind of comes forward and says, you know, my the issues within my relationship are really more mild than you guys are all making it out to be. And you're really stressing me out and giving me anxiety for all the things that I forgot I told you when I was drinking before. And then the camera pans to Heather, who had, you know, removed herself from the table to go to the bathroom. Tamara came after her and Heather basically says she's had enough. The girls are clearly holding her to a higher standard and she is tired of surrounding herself with people who clearly don't like her because there are a lot of people out there who do like her. And I think that is such a moment that we all need to internalize within ourselves. If you are surrounded by people who don't seem to like you, stop surrounding yourself with those people. It's literally that simple, but if you're surrounded by toxic people, they're going to their their toxicity is contagious and it will seep into your life. So, let that be a lesson for you that Whether you like or dislike Heather, I think that's a very important thing we all need to remember, that you don't have to surround yourself with people who clearly don't like you. But anyway, back at the table, Jen's relationship comes up 
again. I mean, this feels like we are beating a dead horse into absolutely nothing. We're just obliterating this dead horse. I'm tired of hearing this come up again and again, but it comes up that Tamara has more dirt on Jen and her relationship. And she says that the girl Ryan cheated on Jen with has sent Tamara screenshots of her conversations with Ryan while Ryan was with Jen. Now, the question is, did Tamara seek these out or did the girl just send them to Tamara to get revenge on Ryan? Well, (laughs) Tamara's been on this show for how many years? We know how she operates. I'm going to venture to say and put my money on the idea or the fact that Tamara sought these out. She she's probably had a conversation with this girl. The girl probably said, oh, we were talking while they were dating because we know that Tamara is probably needling her for more information. And then Tamara probably said, send me the screenshots because obviously this is going to come up during our season. But of course, Tamara is denying any of it. She says that the girl just sent them to her practically against her will. But this is how Tamara operates. She stirs the pot with a latex glove so as not to get her fingerprints on the stirrer. So then Heather comes back to the table and she's carrying these gifts. And this is such an awkward, awkward, painful, cringy moment. The girl's come off as very ungrateful, but also the timing is really off. So like, I can't blame anybody in this situation. I think Heather should have waited to bring these gifts out because the girls are all like, well, wait a second. You kind of just went off on us for not being happy about the sale of your house. And now you're bringing us these gifts and we have to act like we love them, especially Emily, who literally just like tore Heather to shreds just five minutes ago. And now she's like, here, here's my little Mexico gift because she loves to give gifts on girls trips. Well, I can appreciate that, but maybe another time would have been better. This was just awkward. The next day, the girls are all having breakfast. Gina and Emily are sitting on their balcony and Heather comes out to join them for breakfast. This is so painfully awkward. Again, maybe I find this to be so awkward because I am not a confrontational person. And if I knew there was someone that really, really didn't like me, I would just remove myself from the situation and steer clear of them. Um, It hasn't really gotten me all that far in life other than to just give me peace. (laughs) But as far as my relationships, maybe that is something I should consider just like confronting things head on. Maybe that's one thing I could learn from this show. Um, But I do find this to just be so painful to watch because we know how they all feel about each other. Why are they forcing these friendships? And this is just a personal observation. But when it when it pans to the other girls who are having breakfast, I'm hesitant to say this because I don't want it to come off as judgmental. This is truly just something that I noticed. But over the years, as we've seen seasons and seasons go by, we're on season 17 now. It's clear that some of these women are aging, okay? So, which is totally normal and beautiful, and I love it. They all look amazing, okay? I'm not saying that they don't or that, you know, aging is ugly or shameful. But I do think it's kind of surprising to see these women aging yet still acting the same as they did when the season originally aired, like however many years ago it was. It's just surprising. And I guess it makes me realize that no matter how old you are, whether you're in high school, your 20s, 30s, 40s, or 50s, you're still going to be sometimes involved in drama that reminds you of high school, which is really disappointing. (laughs) Towards the end of the breakfast, though, Heather and Emily come to a resolve. Heather apologizes for the way that she was so aggressive with Heather. And I don't know, I feel bad for Heather in this moment. I know that I'm impartial to Heather. Okay, I know that I like the other girls, too. Like I like Emily. But I do believe that 
regardless of when she told them that she was selling their house, I have, I just find it hard to believe that these women would be genuinely happy for her because I get the impression that some of them, if not all of them are very jealous of her and it's hard for them to set that jealousy aside and be truly happy without shitting on it in some way. And that truly is a bummer. Your friends should be happy for you. Despite whatever they have going on in their own lives, you have to be able to set that aside to be happy for your friends. Whatever your situation is shouldn't dictate how you feel towards your friends and their successes or their failures. Um, So I don't know. These friendships just sometimes come off as very, very phony. It makes for good TV, but they're phony. The next few minutes are just clips of their excursions. They're going on ATVs. They're jumping off decks into a watering hole. I don't know. It seems just like a little bit of filler. Fun. Okay, great. Back at the villa, the girls are all getting ready to go out and there is a knock on the door in Tamara and Shannon's suite. And who is it? None other than Vicki Gonvalson, the Real Housewives OG, self-proclaimed OG, who was fired recently and is now coming back, I think as just a friend of the cast. But she shows up and surprises the girls in Mexico. Gina and Emily are like, crickets when they're at the table because they could care less that Vicky's there. They have seen all of the vitriol and nasty stuff that Vicky has put out about Gina and Emily. Um, Emily at one point even says that they think Vicky might even be like one of their biggest fans because she never stops talking about them. But I have to give it to Gina for the comment of the episode who calls Vicky, Tamara, and Shannon the Tres Abuelas rather than the Tres Amigas. Um, If you don't know, Tres Abuelas means three grandmothers instead of Tres Amigas, which is three friends. Love it. It's so like, so subtly shady. So good. During dinner, it comes up that um, Heather made a comment towards Emily calling her Snuffleupagus. And I guess this was probably retaliation for Emily saying that Heather looked like a dolphin trainer when she was in her wetsuit. I mean, those two don't quite compare. I would rather look like a dolphin trainer than look like Mr. Snuffleupagus. Um, So I can see why there is a little bit of beef towards Heather in that moment. But I mean, I feel like they're still making a mountain out of a molehill. And then back at the room towards the end of the night, they play a daring game of truth or dare. I mean, why would we play truth or dare with these women? Of course, this is going to end badly. So when Vicky is asked truth or dare, she says truth. And her truth is that she wishes for Jen that she would get out of a relationship where the man doesn't appreciate her or whatever. She's insinuating Jen's relationship again. Here we go again with Jen's relationship. And the thing is, is that Vicky doesn't know Jen from Adam. So obviously the common denominator here is going to be Tamara. So they kind of put this conversation on hold and then they bring it back up the next morning when they're all sitting around this pool in their man bathing suits. It's really hard to take anybody seriously when they are all in these one pieces that have like the body of a man printed on the front of them. But of course, the um, conversation about Jen and Ryan comes up again because that is just the theme of this entire season. And finally... Gina asks why she keeps putting up with it. And Jen finally just snaps and says towards Tamara, I don't get you. You're always calling me out. You're malicious about it and you're mean about it. And honestly, it's kind of nice to see Jen finally sticking up for herself because she has been essentially a doormat this entire season, not really like standing up to Tamara, despite Tamara constantly pushing her into this corner. It is very clear Tamara wants a fight. She wants it to be with Jen. I don't know if she feels threatened by Jen because she's the new 
um, young one, or if it's because Tamara is really trying to solidify her comeback on Real Housewives of Orange County. She's trying to really make sure she keeps her spot on the show. I don't know, but it does seem like she's picking on Jen quite a bit. And Jen has finally just had it. And she says, if you need my shit to air to make you more relevant than good for effing you, which was like, whoa, we have not seen this side of Jen all season. But at the same time, it's like, it's about time because she has just been pushed and pushed and pushed. So Jen reveals to the girls that Alex, which is the other woman or Alexis, whatever you want to call her, she told Jen that Tamara reached out to her and told her to send her everything. And essentially, Alex is saying that Ryan was sleeping with her while they were still dating. And Jen is like, this is not new information. I already knew about this. We've already worked through this. And Jen at one point says, you know, while she is going through hard times, she really internalizes things and processes it. And so when they chastise her for not being emotional or not lashing out, you know, I relate to Jen a lot about this because... She's not going to lash out in front of everybody until she is pushed to that point. But it's none of their business. It's not for them to decide what Jen should do about her relationship. And so, yeah, I feel like this is just the most ridiculous fight. But then it takes a whole nasty turn when Tamara says, you ruined your whole family. Oof, that was so below the belt. And let's not forget how Tamara reacted in Ireland when Kelly made a comment about Tamara's daughter not speaking to her anymore. And Tamara had a nervous breakdown in the bus. Understandably so. You don't make comments about, you know, people's families or their kids. But Jen's kids still have a very solid relationship with their mom and their dad. And it's not that uncommon for marriages to split. Tamara would know, right? She's been divorced twice before Eddie. Tamara acts like this, you know, is all under the guise of, you know, caring about Jen. She's just saying this all because she really cares about her. But if you cared about someone, you would never make a comment like that in front of other people, in front of her, or on a national TV show. I feel like in this moment, Tamara is just being a bully. She probably feels threatened by Jen because she's young. She is gorgeous. We've seen over and over on this show how Tamara reacts to new blood, Vicky as well, the way they acted towards Gretchen and towards Shannon at first and Vicky and Kelly and Gina. She literally fights with everybody. So this is no surprise. She wants to act like this is all under the guise of her trying to be a good friend, but we all see this for what it is. This is classic Tamara. She wants to make sure she cements her spot on the cast and fighting with people is the easiest way for her to do it because she has no other storyline really. Her relationship with Eddie is good and relatively boring. Her kids are grown and doing their own thing. I mean, like she closed the gym. What else is there really for her to talk about on the show other than to have drama with other people? The rest of Tamara's arguments are really kind of superficial and lame. She's accusing Jen of buying fake designer clothes and accessories, um, but she is on a TV show and it's not unheard of or uncommon for these girls to hire stylists or glam squads to make them appear differently on the show than they might in real life just in every other day. Um, and then she tells her that she's boring and irrelevant but this is her first season and clearly she's not irrelevant because all you seem to do is talk about her. And then Jen replies, so you busy yourself with my pain. Oof, that is a mic drop moment because she's totally calling out Tamara for what she does with everyone. Tamara will, will steamroll over a friendship if it means that she gets her five minutes of fame on TV. 
And the thing is, is like, I like Tamara. I think she's charismatic. She's a likable person, but sometimes her behavior is just abhorrent and I can't get on board with it. If I was on this show with her, if I was supposed to be a friend of Tamara's, I would be so, so, so nervous about what she is saying behind my back. Finally, Jen says, what do you want from me? Like, what is your end goal here, Tamara? Which is a question I would like to know the answer to also. But Tamara's response is, I don't want you to get hurt. However, she's clearly hurting her by bringing this up over and over, by telling her she ruined her family, which is so below the belt. That is not indicative of a good friend, a friend that doesn't want to see their friend get hurt. So that is where the episode ends. But in the preview for the next episode, it shows um, like the first five or seven minutes. And Jen is on the phone with Ryan. She's crying. She's hysterical. She's asking him if, you know, he has told her everything, if there's anything else that she needs to know. And he says, you know, there's nothing, there's nothing. Consider the source. (laughs) And all that I get is a flashback of when there was drama between Megan King Edmonds. I don't know if you remember. I can't remember what season this was, but if you'll remember, Megan King Edmonds went on this crusade to basically catch Brooks in his cancer lie. And during this, during part of their confrontation, it comes up that Jimmy was venting to Brooks about how the first few months of his marriage to Megan has not been good. And I guess he told Eddie that. So then Eddie told Tamara, Tamara told Megan. So Megan is now confronting Brooks. I mean, we're, you have to like time warp with me. Okay. We're back in this other season, but Megan confronts him about what Brooks allegedly told Eddie and Brooks says, well, consider the source. And he's talking about Tamara. And now here we have Ryan saying, well, consider the source. And he's talking about Tamara. And I just hope that this doesn't end the same way that Brooks did. Obviously, Brooks was terrible. Um, He deserved everything that came his way. He and Vicky are thankfully no longer together. If you lie about cancer, you really are just scummy, scummy, scummy. Um, But I I don't know. I, I hope for the best with Jen. I... I think she's a good girl. I really like her. I feel like I can relate to her on some levels. Like she, she just feels genuine and down to earth compared to some of the other girls on the show. But I don't know. I'm eager to see what happens with Jen. And now I'm eager to see what's going to happen with Shannon and this DUI that she's been accused of. I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I, I know that they are not in production for the next season of the show. They just re, or wrapped up their uh, reunion recently. So this was not during a time that any cameras would have been present. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, obviously, it's going to have to get addressed. So I guess we'll just see. And if there are any updates, you know I will have them. So follow me on Instagram at your favorite podcaster. Make sure that you follow this show so that you get updates every time there is a new episode. And until next time, thank you so much for listening to Motherhood Unscripted. Motherhood Unscripted.